school is back in session. Just admiring Mr. Dewey and his undefeated decimal system. And it's time for a road trip. It's overwhelming living in two different cities. So I'd like to go to San Francisco with you for the weekend. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, March 22nd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Live from New York, it's a stacked Saturday Night Live lineup. NBC announced Monday that Gerard Carmichael, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Lizzo will host three consecutive episodes once SNL returns next month. Carmichael will make his Studio 8H debut on the April 2nd return with musical guest Gunna. Gyllenhaal, who previously hosted a season 32 episode in 2007 and has made several cameos since, will emcee April 9th with musical guest Camila Cabello. And Lizzo, who served as musical guest in a season 45 episode hosted by Eddie Murphy in 2019, will pull double duty as host and musical guest on April 16th. Dolly Parton will be returning to the big screen for the first time in a decade, starring in the movie adaptation of her recently released novel, co-written by James Patterson, Run, Rose, Run. Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine will produce the movie, but they're staying mum for now on which character Parton will play. But last month, Parton told EW that she has her sights set on Ruthanna Ryan, the queen of country music who takes Annie Lee Keys, an aspiring singer-songwriter with a dark secret under her wing. The supernatural prequel The Winchesters has found its leads. The CW announced that Meg Donnelly and Drake Roger have been cast as Mary Campbell and John Winchester, the parents of demon-hunting brothers Sam and Dean. Mary is described as a 19-year-old who has been, quote, fighting the forces of darkness since she was a child, while John is a, quote, selfless and clear-headed Vietnam veteran. When a personal tragedy leads Mary to consider quitting the family business, John's arrival, coupled with her father's disappearance, leads her to take on a new mission. Daniel Radcliffe says he's not sharpening his claws to play X-Men legend Wolverine anytime soon. After rumors recently swirled that the Harry Potter star would pick up playing the comic book hero from longtime actor Hugh Jackman, Radcliffe told the ladies of The View that there's no truth to the speculation he's taking on the role for future projects. Have a listen. Anything you'd I, like to confirm? I promise deny. you, if I had something to, I deny, yes. Just because <laughs> this is something that like comes up every so often. I think because like in the comics, Wolverine is short. So every so often I was like, who's a short actor? And then, so like that kind of, it, that, but like there's never been any actual truth to it. And every so often I get bored of answering the question sensibly. So I just like make a joke like I did the other day. And that has sort of reignited the, the rumors oh. a bit. But yeah, there's nothing, so there's like nothing going on. So like if fans wanted to campaign for this to happen, I mean, they could do it that, spontaneously. I I can't stop anybody from doing anything. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and it's for any, any, you know, any comparison that it implies uh, me being even remotely in the same world as Hugh Jackman is inherently flattering. So <laughs> well, no Wolverine, but you can see him playing the bad guy right now in The Lost City, also starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. And Immortal Souls and Mortal Souls 2 rejoice. Christina Ricci has joined the cast of Wednesday, Netflix's upcoming live-action series based on the beloved Adams Family character. 
the actress who played Wednesday Adams in the 1991 Adams Family film and its 1993 sequel will portray an exciting new character this time around. In other words, not a grown-up Wednesday. Details are being kept under wraps, though we do know that Richie will be a series regular. Wednesday, an eight-episode coming-of-age comedy, will feature Jenna Ortega in the title role, alongside Catherine Zeta-Jones and Luis Guzman as Wednesday's parents, Morticia and Gomez. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. All right, it is time now for our number three pick today, or should we say our big three pick, This Is Us. This week's episode continues the drama's final trilogy, the annual tradition of three consecutive installments, spotlighting each of the big three in turn. After last week's Kevin-centric episode, tonight's entry focuses on Kate as she heads north to San Francisco with Toby to spend some critical time together and try to repair their faltering marriage. Meanwhile, in flashback, the teenaged Big Three say their goodbyes to their beloved pool, only to find themselves stuck there. Here is a clip from the episode. I can't believe we'll never be back here again. I know, it feels weird. Goodbye, pool. Thanks for the memories. Because of you, pool, Randall got to see our mother in a bathing suit every summer. And for that, he is forever grateful. <laughs> You're demented. You know it's true. Hey. Get help. I'm Where's the brick? What brick? The brick that propped open the door. Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this brick? <laughs> great, great, yeah, so we're locked in? Oh god, yeah, so this is how my obituary will read. Um, Sunny Delight poster boy, valedictorian, and other die trapped in pool. Oh, come on, Kate. You know they're gonna mention the fact I got cut out of Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Ah, can you not hit me? Hey, hey, hey. Can we look for another way out? Come on. How is this my life? Both young Kate and present-day Kate will be asking themselves that question. Will she and Toby be able to adapt and move forward together, or will they move on separately? If you remember the flash forward to Kate's second wedding from the season five finale, you probably have a few ideas. But you can see how it all plays out on This Is Us tonight at nine on NBC. Right now, we are going back to the days of the blue collar comedy tour with our number two pick, Jeff Foxworthy, The Good Old Days. Netflix is dropping the comedian's first solo stand-up special in 24 years, which we'll see him reminisce about, well, the good old days, before cell phones diagnosed our illnesses and kept us informed 24-7, before we had to have different passwords for literally everything, and before we all had to spend two years indoors. Foxworthy also discusses parenting, both your children and your own parents, the joy of getting a butt dial, conversations with his wife, and more, including one wild story from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Here's a preview. So one night I'm sitting at home flipping through one of my wife's travel magazines and I found an article trying to teach other women how to pack for a 10-day trip using only a carry-on suitcase. Let me repeat that. A woman... And I thought, what woman is she talking about? 
talking about? My wife couldn't pack for a nudist colony in a carry-on suitcase. My wife will start pulling clothes out of the closet and she'll lay them on the bed like flat Stanley mannequins. And she just stares at them. Sometimes she'll call me and come here, I need your help. Okay, I am down to these two outfits. Which one do you like the best? One on the left. Are you kidding me? Well, no hint of whether the you might be a redneck jokes are making a comeback, but you can find out right now. Jeff Foxworthy, The Good Old Days, is currently streaming on Netflix. It's trivia time. Abbott Elementary is back from hiatus tonight. More on that shortly. But first, today's trivia question. The show's creator and star, Quinta Brunson, recently told EW that she got her start as a performer understudying what role in Greece? Sandy, Rizzo, or Frenchie? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick, What to Watch. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Before we officially unveil our number one pick, let's hear from The Daily Show's Roy Wood Jr., who's a fan of a certain show you'll be hearing more about in just a minute. I spoke to Wood at South by Southwest, where I asked the comedian, what you watching? You know what I've been checking out lately, man? I've been checking out Abbott Elementary on ABC, and I love the Miss Pat show on BET+. Like, those, those are my two shows right now. Like, I'm rocking out with those. Um, I got a start on Picard on Paramount Plus. Like I always, that was my favorite captain of all of the spaceships. I, don't get me wrong. Now I also also like the black dude from Deep Space Nine. He was cool, but Picard was the man. So I'm gonna kind of go back and start on that one. That's the one that now that I'm finally on the other side of a bunch of writing in my hour special, Imperfect Messenger, which I would also recommend on Paramount Plus. Now that I'm on the other side of my new stand-up special, I have time to sit and focus and actually watch shows. So right now, I'm Abbott Elementary, I'm Miss Pat Show on BET Plus, and I'm Picard on Paramount Plus. Well, there you go. All great picks that you can check out right now. And speaking of Abbott Elementary... Yep, you guessed it. Abbott Elementary is today's number one pick. School is back in session for the ABC comedy, which returns with a new episode tonight after a month-long break. And oh, how I have missed it. If you have yet to catch up on the breakout hit, the show follows a group of teachers at a Philadelphia public school as they do their best to try to help the students succeed despite a serious lack of funding and an absurdly inept principal. 
On tonight's episode, it is open house night at Abbott Elementary, and while Janine prepares to meet her struggling student's mother, the rest of the faculty uses the time to relax. Meanwhile, Gregory is taken aback when he learns how Principal Ava got her job, and Barbara's daughter visits, creating a commotion in more ways than one. Here's a clip from the episode. I'm not sure when Nina's mom is coming, uh, but I'm starting to get a little anxious. This has to go well. So, just in case, I'm gonna go see Barbara to rehearse what I have to say. Barbara is my mentor. And you know what, she's kinda like my mom. She's my mom tour. Hey, Barbara. There you are. I have been looking forward to seeing you all day. Wow, this is my dream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mmm. <laughs> hugs, parties, and do. Oh. <laughs> um, Janine, I'd like you to meet my daughter. Hi, oh, I'm Taylor. <laughs> oh, Janine teaches the second grade, and the kids absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, wow, it's so nice to meet you. You're so lucky. Your mom is a saint. So I've heard. <laughs> Taylor's visiting from New York, and since open house is usually so long and sparsely attended, I invited her to keep me company. Oh, wow, New York. (laughs) You know, last time I was there, I was shopping on Canal Street, and I see this huge rat. So I pull out my phone to take a picture of it, but then this flying piece of garbage just smacks me in the face. So I dropped my phone, went in a gutter. Never saw it again. Want to do something nice for the mom tour in your life? Introduce them to this show. You and they will not regret it. Abbott Elementary returns tonight at 9 on ABC, and you can also find the show streaming on Hulu. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Quinta Brunson recently told EW that she got her start as a performer understudying what role in Greece? Sandy, Rizzo, or Frenchie? Well, there are worse things you could do than get this wrong. The answer is Rizzo. Brunson told EW's Marcus Jones that she attended a young performer's theater camp as a kid and was an understudy there for Rizzo in Greece one year. She added, quote, the kid who was Rizzo never got sick, so I didn't get to do it. But I was like, what does it mean that I'm wishing this girl would get sick? I might really want to pursue this one day. And that's how we got Avid Elementary. You can check out that full interview, by the way, over at EW.com. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.